Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. And this is episode 436 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on TalkShoe. Our national sports reporter, Louis Tenor, is under the weather, and I was away. Those are two reasons why. Those are two reasons why the two reasons why Louis Tenor is not here. So I'm flying solo. Let's go ahead and get on with the first topic. The Red Wings beating the Anaheim Ducks 2-1 to one at Little Caesars Arena. The Ducks stay at 65 points and a 27-20 record now. The Kings also have 65, but they have a better record than the Ducks, 30-21-5. Jimmy Howard, not so cowardly tonight. Howard makes 32 saves on 33 shots. They had to make a lot of saves because the defense wasn't there, but Howard bailed them out. Only allowed a, an Adam Henry goal at 16.06 into the third. 3.54 left in the third. That's an even strength goal, but Dylan Larkin unassisted 13.32 in the first. Franz Nielsen from Anthony, Anthony Matha and Mike Green 1537 into the second. The Red Wings jumped the Florida Panthers by a point by getting two with their 2 1 win over Anaheim. 23 23 and 9 is their record, 55 points. Panthers 24 23 and 6, 54 points. The Canadians, well, the Red Wings, I believe. Oh, 
The Red Wings are at Tampa Bay Thursday at 7.30 against the Lightning. The Lightning lost to the Sabres 5-3. The Buffalo Sabres are on a roll. They're catching up to the Ottawa Senators, only three points back. Sabres are 40, 44 points. Senators are 47 points. Man, oh, man. While Arizona is still stuck at 38 points because they didn't play tonight. The Arizona Coyotes playing back-to-back games home last night against the Blackhawks, winning 6-1. to They're up 2-1 to over the San Jose Sharks. Third period, 3.36 to go. Not, they're actually not going to be stuck on 38 points. They're probably going to get at least another point, maybe two more, if they hang on and win here in the Shark Tank. But the Red Wings, again, making that tease for a playoff push. And Jeff Blasher was talking about it in his post-game press conference following that 2-1 win over the Anaheim Ducks at Little Caesars Arena. Uh, And Fox Sports Detroit actually previewed it on the Red Wings Live post-game show. Come on. Well, that's just typical Fox Sports Detroit and and typical Jeff Blashill. They're all co-cheerleaders. They're, they're all just co-cheerleaders just trying to tease our fans who actually already know the truth. There's, there's still plenty of empty seats during Red Wings and Pistons games at the shitty pizza pile. I'm looking at the league standings, The Red Wings are still eighth worst in the NHL and fifth worst in the East. And there's still three teams to jump. The Red Wings are, and the Red Wings, before making it to the wild card, and the Red Wings are eight points back of the Carolina Hurricanes. They've still got a long way to go. A very steep hill to climb. If you, if you say that that you think they can do it, they can actually do it. Well, then you're you're just making yourself you're just giving yourself a headache and you're giving us a headache. So shut the fuck up, okay? They're not going to do it. At least I hope they don't.
Blackhawks have lost seven in a row. The Vegas Golden Knights have now made it 37 wins, 15 losses, and 15 regulation losses, and four overtime losses. Still only third, still only third best at 78 points to the Boston Bruins with a 35-12 and 8 record at 78 points, and the Lightning with the best record in the NHL, the Red Wings' next opponent at Amalie Arena on Thursday at 7:30, 38-16 and three with 79 points, best in the NHL. I hope the Lightning get revenge. Uh, or not, not get revenge. They've beaten the Red Wings last time. They, they have thankfully beaten the Red Wings in all their meetings thus far. The Lightning are probably going to win on Thursday night, and they had better win in regulation. There's a Red Wings article from Jeff Moss, the creator and founder and editor-in-chief of the Detroit Sports Rag. And by the way, his Twitter, his main Twitter handle, at JeffMossDSR, suspended for six more days, a total of seven, mind you. You can follow, for now, you can follow his backup Twitter handle at BarbRadyMcCoskey. His username, his screen name is JeffMossDSR. His Twitter handle is at BarbRadyMcCoskey. Now, writes about Henrik Zetterberg saying no to a mother's trip while a teammate's mother is dying. He doesn't mention Henrik Zetterberg until the one, two, three, Seven, eight, nine, tenth paragraph. He's told that the team's captain, Henrik Zetterberg, was amended that the dads would go on the road this season. Why? Because number 40 isn't sure about his future plans and his and if he retires this season, his father, Goran Zetterberg, would never get to go on another vacation with the organization.
The third paragraph reads, The Red Wings broadcast partner, Fox Sports Detroit, who is a co-conspirator with the team, one of which three teams, three Detroit professional sports teams that it airs on television, spends a lot of time focusing on these trips and what the moms and dads meant to the current Red Wings on on the telecast. For example, Wingspan and Red Wings live pregame and postgame and the intermission reports during said road excursion. The fourth paragraph reads, unfortunately, this season's road trip has become an ugly has become an ugly distraction in the Wings locker room. You see, last year, paragraph number five, I can just go on by each paragraph and not mention the number the paragraph numbers and just go on. Uh, you see, last year, last year the fathers went on the annual trip. This, the year before, it was the mom's turn. So, if the team were alternating each year, this upcoming trip, this upcoming trip would be for the hockey moms, who devoted a good portion of their lives driving their kids to games and practices. But the team is not alternating, and that's not only the, and that's not the only issue. A young defenseman's mother is extremely ill. That's Xavier Oletz. That's the that's the other that's the name of the defenseman that Frank Vashner, one of our one of our co-hosts and contributors from our show, the Michigan Sports Truth, here dug up. The young defenseman's mother is extremely ill. She has been told she is only a few months to live based on the doctor's prognosis she will not be around for a potential 2018-2019 mother's road trip so a group of wing so a group of wings players suggested that due to their teammates horrific predicament this season should most definitely be a mom's trip a side note to demonstrate the seriousness the seriousness of the issue this blue liner moved up his wedding date so his mom could be in attendance for the for the nuptials. For the nut for the nuptials. The wedding took place on January twenty seventh. None of this is a secret to the team or to Ken Holland, the general manager, and Jeff Blashell, the head coach for that matter. You'd think this would be an absolute no brainer. A team mom a teammate's mom is dying. You got to do the right thing. So why didn't it happen? Why didn't it happen? I'm told that I'm told Henrik, because Henrik Zetterberg was adamant was adamant that the dads would go on the road this season. Why? Because because he's a, he's not sure about his future plans, and if he retires if he retires this season, his father Goran Zetterberg would never get to go on another vacation with the organization. Zetterberg only cares about himself and his family. He doesn't care about the te- the other teammates' moms. Zetterberg is an arrogant son of a bitch. That's what we learn here. Keep in mind that in all the years going on here in this story, keep in mind that all the years these parental trips have taken place, the moms have only gone once while the dads have enjoyed the first-class treatment over and over again. Yet Zetterberg and other veterans, Moss is told, 
refused to put their own agenda aside for their teammate and his mom. For their teammate and his mom. Now, we are all not sure what can be done at this point, but hopefully this article makes its way to owner Marion Illich and Chris Illich, too. And she can reach out to the player and his mom and make this right somehow. Although I am not, sh- although we are not sure what that would even entail. For the record, we know the identity of the player with the ill mom. Boss is not publishing his Xavier's name out of respect for his privacy during this difficult time. But the skater in question had nothing to do with this article, nor did anyone in it, nor did anyone, nor did anyone in his family. And you thought blowing a 5-2 lead in the last six minutes in Brooklyn of a game was gross. That's mere child's play compared to what is going on behind the scenes scenes with our city's hockey franchise. Update at 6.08 p.m. Moss Moss originally was not going to name the player with a sick mother for the reasons stated above. But while he was writing this article, Elliot Friedman at Sportsnet .ca posted the following in his latest trade rumor column. Number 13, all the Detroit defense focuses on Mike Green, but quietly the Red Wings are trying to give Xavier, Xavier Olette a fresh start somewhere else. I don't... So that gives you a hint. Xavier Olette, that's the guy whose mom's got a few a few months left to live. And Henrik Zetterberg, for his own personal arrogant reason, is now allowing Xavier Olet's mom to come to the team's games. He cares only about himself. Zetterberg cares about only himself and his father. While he lies about being a team player as a captain of the team, trying to help a team make a push for the playoffs, when they know they're not they're not nearly not nearly good enough to even make the playoffs again until major changes are made. Hey Zetterberg, message to you. Why don't you just retire now after your after your foolish season? You old lazy owl bum. And shave your damn beard and mustache too. And your hair on top of your head. So there you go. Sickening motherfucker. The college basketball, the Michigan State Spartans took really superb care of the Minnesota Golden Gophers 
8757 at Williams Arena in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Jaron Jackson Jr. in his freshman year scored a career-high 27 points on 10 of 14. Five of eight from three. That's also a career high. My God, three blocks, six six rebounds, three assists. Only two other MSU start MSU players, in fact, reached double digits. Nick Ward, thirteen and nine boards. Cassius Winston with twelve. Matt McQuaid with nine. But really, the number two ranked team in the AP poll rankings just took care of a really awful, beyond awful team in the Big Ten who has now dropped to 3-12 and 12 in conference action. Spartans improved to 13-2 and two in Big Ten play, 25-3 and three overall. Ohio State leads the conference with a 13-1 conference. Big Ten record, 22-5 and five overall. This is one thing, but Michigan State still ranked number two, and Ohio State's ranked number eight. Spartans are home against the Northwestern Wildcats Saturday at 2. On Fox, Local 32 in Cadillac. Central Michigan Chippewa has beat the Northern Illinois Huskies on the road in DeKalb, 80-72. Kevin McKay with 33 points off the bench. Is this a joke? That's not right. 33 points off the bench, 14 of 20 from the fourth. 33 points is a career high for Kevin. That's ridiculous. That's beyond ridiculous. Huskies turn the ball over 18 times. Chippewas, 11 turnovers. CMU out-rebounds NIU, 33-24. NIU outshoots CMU, 54.3 to 43.1% from the floor. 
and 30% even to 15.8% from three, which is terrible, which is beyond terrible. And the Chippewas somehow come somehow come up with a win, 80 to, 80 to 72, to improve to 16 and 10 overall and five and eight in the conference. Northern Illinois, 11 and 15 and four and nine in MAC play. The Huskies with way too many turnovers. That's why they lost the game. Chips were an ice cold three of 19 from three. Northern Illinois, six of 20. Chippewas are home against the Eastern Michigan Eagles Saturday at 4.30. The Eagles at home in Ypsilanti just edged the Miami-Ohio Redhawks 58-57. Elijah Minnie with 24 points. All team stats are pretty much even. Or at least close to it. Western Michigan Broncos just lo- just barely lose to the Bowling Green Falcons 83-81 in Bowling Green, Ohio at Stroh Center. Despite Western outshooting BG from three-point range, 50% even to 38.5. Justin Turner with 29 points. Tommy Wilder with 18. Just 18 points. Had he gotten into the 20s, maybe maybe the Broncos could have at least forced overtime or maybe won the game. Dylan Larkin scoring off a turnover. I'm seeing the highlights as I do this podcast here. The Red Wings and Ducks, Little Caesars Arena on NHL Network. Western Michigan Broncos are at the Northern Illinois Huskies Saturday at 4.30. I want to get to uh, one last story here, one last Michigan Sports Truth-related story here. Man, the Ducks got hosed on uh, by a whistle. They could have... Nope, that, nope, actually, they didn't get hosed. That was gold. There might have been gold interference on that play. And then Franz Nielsen. Shooting from behind the slot. Good pa- good centering pass by Mantha. 
Let's get to the Lions story. Former Lions wide receiver Tyus Young denied peril. He has been denied parole by the Board of Parole Hearings in California. He was sentenced to four years in prison last April. The recent parole decision was first reported by the LA Times. The deputy commissioner who reviewed the case wrote in his decision that based on Young's, quote, history of violent criminality and the lack of lack of and the lack of sustained rehabilitative programming tailored to Mr. Young's history of violent criminality is a judge that aggravating factors outweigh mitigating factors bearing on Mr. Young's risk of violence to the community, unquote. That, the deputy commissioner wrote on January 31st as part of the nonviolent offender parole review process is why his parole was denied. Young has 30 days from the date he received the decision to challenge the ruling. The decision weighed Young's prior criminal record and why he is incarcerated as mitigating factors for his parole. The decision did not, the decision did did note that in nine months he's been in prison at the California Rehabilitation Center in Norco, California, and he has had no rules violating involving, he has no rules viol, no rule violations involving injury or the threat of injury. The report, the report also stated he has taken part in educational employment and rehabilitative programs while in prison and is on the waiting list for anger management, criminal, criminal thinking, family relations, vocational electronics, and substantive and substance abuse programs. The Los Angeles District Attorney's Office opposed Young's parole citing his criminal history. Young also had a letter submitted submitted describing his performance in prison and his assessment of risk of violence in the community. And then all this diary stuff, like I said before in the first Tyus Young story. So there you go. That's all the Michigan Sports Truth material for tonight. Now, nationally, Seattle's new NHL expansion franchise and an ownership group in Seattle successfully file application and $10 million down and a $10 million down payment for it for the NHL expansion team in Seattle, according to Sportsnet. In other words, Seattle officially begins the process to join the NHL. The earliest team, the earliest that the team could begin play is 20, 2020 to 2021. Also, but also the Lion, also Lions head coach Matt Patricia rides in at number two at ranking NFL coaching hires, according to NFL.com. I'll actually share that. Right now as I sign off here. That's episode four thirty six of the post game. Episode four thirty seven. 
Well, that's going to be at 10 o'clock. We got number 22, Michigan, home against Iowa at 6.30 on BTN, and the Hawks and Pistons at Little Caesars Arena at 7. Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin return it, and company return to action. Trying to look, trying to look for some revenge, but I'm still concerned about their lack of defense. That's, that's been everybody's concern, every Pistons fan's concern. Another concern that we have is they have no backup center. But here, oh, but before I get off of here, here's no, here's why number two, Matt Patricia is not Bill Belichick. He made that abundantly, he made that abundantly clear. He learned from Bill. He's brilliant, like Belichick. He obviously will look to enact the winning culture at his new spot, but he's not going to fall into the trap of Fox Belichick's like Eric Mangini and Josh McDaniels, who both flamed out horribly as head coaches. Patricia, Patricia knows that he has to be his own man do things his own way. This this article written by Adam Shine of NFL.com, Adam Skine, Adam, S-C-H-E-I-N, Adam writes on, I've long admired and, res- and respected Patricia. He gets it. Don't, don't read don't read too much into the Super Bowl follies. It's only one game, and it's against the Philadelphia Eagles, who had the best record in the NFL, apparently. Patricia is a brilliant defensive mind who got the Pats' talent core unit to overachieve for the bulk of the season, and I love that he retained Jim Bob Cooter to run the offense. And that, that's a bit, that part's a little bit questionable. That's big as the coordinator clearly has a great rapport Rapport with Matthew Stafford. With Matthew Stafford, I'm a huge Matt Patricia fan and believer. As are we. So again, that's episode forty four thirty six, episode four thirty seven at ten. TTFN, Tata for now. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Bon appetit. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.